Well, hello, everyone. It's another Techies Tuesday, live from the executive lounge here at the fabulous offices of Techies Fire and Walter Restoration, your best way back to normal. Visit us online at tefirewalter.com. Guys! Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, like some people just tuned in when that happened. That is terrible. Wow. It smells bad. Uh, That's like a Halloween mixed with... uh, yeah, I was like, uh, we're in the executive lounge, so I'm doing the, you know, the big like the we're very, we're very rich, we're very, we're very wealthy. Um, it is Lebat and Gaz. It is Tech East Tuesday again. Tech East uh, had a guy walk in here today, walked up to me, wrong one to walk up to. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, and go, uh, you know, he had um, his his pellet burning stove had like a backup house reeked to smoke, couldn't get it cleaned out. Our guys taking right care of it. Done deal. Tech East taking care of getting the smoke out of the house. Smoke smell of the house. Boom. That's what we do here at Techies. That's what we're back to normal. Boom. TEFirewater.com. There it is. TEFirewater.com. <laughs> um, all right. So let's uh let's go ahead and just do a, a show of some variety. I don't I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Uh, today? Things have nothing changed. going on, I think. No, 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 no. You're not no, 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 no. Right on Twitter right now. I used to hashtag the AFL is back because there are rumors of plenty. This was not on our believe it or not, we actually prep for the show once in a while. There were not uh, this was not on the prep sheet earlier today. There are rumors floating around the fact that the Arena Football League is allegedly coming back. You have some connections to indoor football for those who uh, might no, not know. No, no. Oh, Arena no. football. Okay. Arena football. Indoor, indoor football is for losers. Arena football, hence the National Arena League, is for men. Iron men play arena football. Pussy farts play indoor football so yeah so like if you were in like a a football league that like had indoor in its name Mm -hmm. you're less than my hope was that clear yeah yes real men play arena for the national arena league back-to-back champion albany empire play arena football my intentions of wording it that way was to Make sure people knew there was a difference between Arena Football League and National Arena League. But I failed in that effort because <laughs> I picked the wrong word and I was hammered and rightfully so. <laughs> okay, so what do we know, yeah. if, if anything, about the Arena Football League that had folded following the 2019 season that currently has ceased operations? What, if anything, do you know? And can you tell us right now with an open microphone on live recording audio and visual yeah. world? Uh, I've seen a lot of the same information you've seen. They have a... Uh... They have a mission to kick off in 2024. Uh, they they intend to play Ironman rules, all those things. Um, I am very, I'm very. I, I'm going to use the word sensitive, um, but it also could be. You can't go that far off screen. You're like I'm sorry. all the way off screen. My phone you was exploding. Hello, <laughs> not that far this okay. way. Um, I'm very like I, I don't like when somebody uses a name and think that they instantly should receive the clout that came with that name. You know, in the wrestling world, hi, I'm Razor Ramon. I'm the Undertaker. I'm this one. I'm that. We're the four horsemen. We're the NWO. Like when the the fake Diesel and the fake Razor came out, when I was on the edge and then a fake edge came out afterwards that for the world of radio, um, calling yourself the AFL is great. I think that would be phenomenal to see that back. But it's... I'm just very, I'm very cautious about that because even in their promo video, it's a lot of pictures of the empire. Um, it's a lot of pictures of the brigade and the valor. 
And I know for a fact the guy who owns those three teams at this moment has no affiliation with this new AFL. Let's backpedal a little bit. Now be Mike. Court. Right, Mike. Court. Court. Yes, yes, so, right. For those who can't put that together, I think we need to backpedal a little bit though, yeah. because not to make you sound like DJ Khaled, but another you, one. You are referencing they. Do we have a clarification on who they are, or are you not allowed no, to say who uh, they are? No, I, I mean okay. I did. Again, I can see what everybody else can see. There's uh, there's a couple companies that appear, appear to be behind it. Um, a couple people appear to be behind it, but at the same time, like there's not there's not a ton of information out about it. It's just again, you can buy the rights to a name. That doesn't mean you have that product. Like I, it, it's I want to see what they do. More football is good football. That's always been my opinion. But again, I think there's that when your promo video is primarily consisting of teams that you don't own. <laughs> I get nervous. I get a little cautious. Yeah. I'd like to see what their plan is. I'd like they say they're going to launch with I don't know, I think they said like 14 teams or something like that. I want to know who those 14 teams are because as of right now, I don't see nothing that I, I, it's I can tell you a lot of things, right? So I signed up for the gym. I am bringing back six-pack abs. I am going to get back to benching 325 pounds. I am going to do all these things. If none of those things happen, all you can do is mock me for not getting it done. You can't eat me. <laughs> you can't take away Christmas. Again, calling yourself the AFL. Hey, good, man. That was that was a great product for a very long time. Right now, the best arena football league product is the NAL. We're it. We're what you have. And, you know, competition's good, all those good things. Your promo video shows teams that you have no right to. Yeah, like I just I have a big I actually have a big issue with the promo having a bunch of Empire stuff in it, having a bunch of Valor and Brigade stuff in it, because yes, they were in the AFL, they ain't now, and the rights, the IP is owned by Mike Corda, who I work for, who is one of my best friends. So you put out a video to hype your product with shit you don't own. I take offense to. Yes, and rightfully so. It'd be like, uh, we'll use another football league here, right? Like the XFL using yeah. Orlando, whatever. They, they're called, I think, the Orlando Maniacs or, so, or the Los Angeles Maniacs. They don't exist, or someone else right. owns them, and right. they are still playing. You can't you can't do that. We're right. in the executive lounge here of Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Right. If you watch some of our shows from the summer, you know one of the running jokes is that in the background, we would air on our screen behind right. us NAL games. Now, yeah. we had the rights to do that right. because people gave us clearance. Right, we're the we, we could have, <laughs> I could have got a warning and said, hey, you can't air this. But like, yeah, actually, I can't air this. Right. But we, they didn't have. I can walk up front and bring two trophies. Yes. The NAL. I can, I can, you know, I can show you a picture of Mike Corda holding one of those trophies. Like, I can do all those things. I can wear Empire gear wherever the F I want because I'm one of the chief officers of that organization. Like, I don't, I don't like I don't like that you're saying you're something you're not. And again, maybe they're just, hey, well, we're the AFL and this is AFL footage. Okay, great. Who are your teams? It creates you don't own those teams. Yeah. And it creates a huge headache for Mike Corda, Matt Woods, people who are associated with the Empire, because because of one video, your phone lines and your email and your social media could be flooded yeah. and be like, Oh, the Albany Empire going back to the AFL. Right. I saw the video, they're right in it. Of course, they're whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. We never gave them permit. Now right. you guys think we're in right. this league when we just want back to back NAL championships. So not only are you using footage that you don't own, right. uh, rights to a team you don't own, you're also right. trying to undercut our league and trying to right. say, Oh, we don't really know what they're doing. 
There's not, tons of stuff that does not go well not with this. Not only do, do we – and I'm not, I'm not the one to sit here and tell you things don't change. You know, if you had told me three so years ago, you and I wouldn't be on terrestrial radio on a four-letter network, I would have thought you were out of your mind. I thought that was, I thought you and I were retiring on that station. I, they clearly they had different plans. Um, so things do change. You know what I mean? Like I, I get it. Things things change. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that there's never gonna be another AFL or this or, or this league could end up being great. I have I take umbrage with it, especially considering the fact that not only does Mike Corda own the rights to three of the teams that you put in your video, he's on the executive board. He's one of three executive board members for the National Arena League. Like it just it feels it feels reckless. It feels to me like you're picking a fight. And it also feels to me like maybe you have nothing of your own. So you have to go out and shine up and pretend that you've got something you don't have. Let's backpedal a little bit further back too, because this could be a theory someone could be thinking is happening right now. You you personally, and I know you'll tell me the truth here, but there are some people within the league of the NAL. There are some would wonder from the outside, okay, did someone in the NAL, I don't want to pick names, hey, the AFL is coming back. We're giving you guys a heads up just to let you know, like, we're coming back. Uh, We want to let you guys know we're going to use some footage. We're going to be competition. We're going to reach out to these guys. We'll see what. So you, I know the answer is now no, because we don't have names, but no one reached out. Like, no one called the Empire. No one called Carolina. Nobody called Columbus. There has not been, from what you know, to your knowledge, a single phone call from whoever these people are to anybody in the NAL of, hey, this is what's happening in the world of arena football. I can tell you that the person who owns the intellectual property of three of the four highly featured teams in their video was unaware of it until the video came out. Okay. I can tell you that. So, and as far as like the inner work is, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of on an island at this moment. It's, it's, yep. There's a lot of stories that'll be coming out at some point. Maybe out of getting I, there with Gaz yeah, season two I, finale. I don't, yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to be the one that's legally allowed to tell those stories. There's a lot of, it's a lot of pieces of paper I'm going to have to sign in the very near future. Um, <laughs> it's a nice tease for both of us there. We didn't use our radio stuff. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I have absolutely no idea where I'm going to be and what I'm going to be allowed to do after the first year. <laughs> I know where I'm not going to be. The AFL. Well, it was me, Austin. Uh, it was me all along, Austin. Wow. What a I'll put it like this. Fact. I'm not going to be on the border of Phoenix City and Oh, okay. Um, but no, it's uh, yeah, that caught me off guard a little bit. But again, I I'm a fan of well done football. Like I, I'll never begrudge you for putting together a good football product. I, I think it's great. I think competition is what drives us all. I think competition is why you've seen, you know, Mike Corda, Tom Manas, Matt Woods, lesser degree Jeff Levac do what we've done to get championship rings here in the Capital Region. So if they're going to do it right and they're actually going to put a good product out there and and it's going to push everybody else to be better, rock and roll, go for it. Take good care of the guys. Like all these things are all these things are great. But again, when you start with like, you know, I, I don't know, it's just it, it feels like that it would be like if somebody was going to do Levac and Gaz without us but they had the rights to our shows from the ESPN days. So they just put a bunch of promo. Yeah. <laughs> Afternoon sports talk is back in the capital region. And it's me making you uncomfortable about something you weren't supposed to, I wasn't supposed to say like, okay, you don't have any of those things. 
You don't have any. You don't own any of the things that you put in the in the video. Like I, it, it, it causes me. It, it it feels rushed. It feels irresponsible. Uh, Chris Zipperly, I like this one. I, I, I like. I don't know if this is exactly right, but I, I like the idea of it. Legally ignorant. <laughs> it feels legally ignorant. It yeah. does. Uh, last thing I'll say here about this, I, I missed the point that you said was really important. I want to make sure I go back to it because it's very important about what you said about the Albany Empire yes. are the best arena football league and the best team in the arena football yes. league. If we're talking arena football, that's yes. the best team. Hands I kind of think about it What's like that? boxing, right? Yeah. No, the the best. Yeah, I said the best. You, you almost check got dragged play. out. No, no, no. You're I said you're the gonna get dragged best. out. You're gonna get you know what out. I look at it like? I look at it like boxing. Yeah, like yeah. the WBOC champion, the WBA, the W8, whatever letters okay. or federations or anything else you want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> you got a new sign that hangs over That's at good. Tech East. On the mitig- so, so Tech East, there you go. Bring it over. over. Look at that. Mitigate like a champion today. I love <laughs> that. Slap that side. Um, so we have, we have the mitigation wing, which is still the best, top notch. I don't know anyone who's ever had Tech East in their house or business and hasn't instantly felt better about the world. Construction is new and improved. We're, we're taking that to a whole nother level for 23. And, of course, we're going to win another ring because now we've got – listen, it's people are imitating us. People That's are, it. People want to – like when, when, when they put three or four of Mike's teams in their promo video, they want to be us when it, they get older. It's the boxing comparison, right? You can call yourself the WBA champion, WBA. Okay, get in the ring. You know what I mean? Like right. you can give yourself whatever title you want, but the best has been the Albany Empire. The best that. arena football franchise has been the Albany it's, Empire. If there you go, Mike. To, I word it again the third yeah. time before you go back and watch if it you, again. If you go look, there are independent organizations and news and whatever who rank all of arena football. They include indoor football. Listen, nobody's perfect. I don't expect them. They always get it right. The Albany Empire has been ranked the number one arena football team in the world since we walked in the doors. So there you go. Like I'm saying, like, there it is. Like, that's what it is. We ranked number one for a reason. Um, <laughs> when, when we hoisted the trophy in 21, team owner Mike Corda challenged the champion of the IFL <laughs> to play. Yeah. They didn't answer the challenge. I understand why. When we won it again, same was issued again. This time it was some people who knew the arena pretty well. They didn't want to walk back into it and play against us. So it is what it is. I just like I really hope it's good. I do because again, more football is good football. More yeah. jobs for guys who play football who can't or haven't or don't you know need film or whatever to get to another level of whatever or are just really really good at the indoor game, the arena game. Good. For, I'm, I, I love it. I love it. But again. When you start like this, I question I question what you're doing. Sounds to me like you got a lot of smoke and not much fire. Let's talk a little outdoor football with the New York teams. But before we do it, let's talk about our friends over at Mohawk Honda and Mohawk Chevrolet. It is the final month here of 2022. It is not too late, though, to get yourself a new vehicle. <laughs> I, I see this. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. I'll get to you in a second, Coach. Uh, whether it is your vehicle going through the snow, we tend some snow here in the Capital Region, whatever it might be, Mohawk Honda and Mohawk Chevrolet wants to help you find exactly what you're looking for this holiday season. If you're struggling for that gift, why not bring the wife, the fiancé, Someone in your family, maybe the young teenager, it's time for a new vehicle. Levac, we are going to be there Saturday, 11.30 a.m. Hey, to 1 we going p.m. To? We're going to Chevy. We're going, going to Chevy? Chevy? Mohawk Chevy, 30 to 1, unless someone tells us we can't be here is what the email just told us. I love uh... <laughs> 11.30 to 1. Uh, that's where we'll be. Mohawk Chevrolet, join us Saturday 
afternoon, Mohawk Honda, Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. There's a hill in front of my house, and it's not like a huge grade, but it's enough that every single year, first snowfall, big snowfalls, I hear these cars get stuck on it. It sounds like somebody trying to make a, like a blender drink. It goes on forever. And it's just, I just, I want to yell out the window then like, cut it, cut a mock Chevy. Like legitimately a year. Get there. Was it like two years ago? We ordered pizza while we were cleaning the driveway. And the guy calls me from the bottom of the hill. I can't get up the hill. So I hop in my Mohawk Chevrolet Silverado. I go down the hill. I get my pizza. I tipped myself and I brought the pizza up there. And I, I, his tip was, you need a Chevrolet. You need to go to Mohawk Chevrolet. You need to get yourself into one of these beautiful, these beautiful Silverados. Um, <laughs> I said more football is good football. Coach Manas, AFL, XFL, USFL, CIF, NAL. Yeah, we need more spring leagues, not... <laughs> <laughs> I said good. You know, well done. Of those, all right. So let's like, let's do this. Let's go through these leagues real quick, right? NAL, good, very good. Um, AFL's I again, I don't know what the hell it's gonna be. Uh, USFL has not done anything for me yet. CIF, I don't even like I really don't even know any teams in that league. I'm aware of his existence. You give me the XFL and the NAL, I think those are gonna be the only ones doing it right anyway. So we got two that do it right, and everybody else who shows up with footballs. I, I would say this I'd say three of those five have a lot of questions. Because the XFL's yeah. new brand hasn't launched yet. The USFL had all home games in one stadium. Is that better or worse? I know the concept of that, but let's see it actually help the league. And the AFL, we don't know. The NAL's in the best spot of all those five leagues. So you said three of the five because the other one, the CIF, who the fuck is this guy? If you get the Conor McGregor award. <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? Like, <laughs> Who is it? Uh, uh, the Bills got some revenge on the Jets. The Jets were fighting yeah. for that playoff spot, but it's Buffalo taking down gang green in the battle of new york teams you and i watched a lot of this game dropped an 80s not on me (laughs) i wish he had said psych (laughs) instead yeah we need more spring leagues not or we need more spring leagues. psych you and i watched a lot of this bills jets game together it feels like such a weak take but i feel like the first half was crap it was it was terrible and they just had more talent in the second half the bills are just a better built roster even without von miller and a third-string quarterback well, and Mike White who was getting blasted. They just didn't have enough tools in that one. To honestly, make it work. the big difference for, for me between the two rosters, two major differences. One knows who their franchise quarterback is. One doesn't. And the other and the other part is one has a healthy offensive line. The other one doesn't. Like, your two best offensive linemen for the Jets were out, but you still had an undrafted rookie uh, running back go for, what, 71 yards on the ground and a touchdown against Buffalo? Yeah. Like, the Jets are going to be a problem. Like, I don't... I Bills, you're really, really good. I think you I'm hoping I'm right and you win it all this year because if I call the back to back Super Bowl champions on this show, you just look <laughs> out. The ego is gonna be insane. Grease the doorways to get me through. And not just because I'm fat for a change. Um but like the Jets are the it's hard to find draft picks. Like nobody hits all out of the park. Like let's say everybody picks seven draft picks every year. If you get three of those who are like starters every year and one or two who contribute, you had a great draft. It feels like the Jets are getting like everyone it, it, that they draft plays a role in their success. And guys they don't draft but bring in play a role in their success. They figure out quarterback. Dear God, the Jets are going to be. The, 
I can't even, like, I'll give it Texas. The Jets, are the Jets back? Like, yes, like, they're <laughs> way back. I'm glad you start with the offensive line because having two offensive linemen who are impact players who have. Elijah Vera Tucker might be the best offensive lineman drafted, like where he was drafted versus how good he is. Well, let's get the PFF the last, what, five, people out there and give us the rating on him this season because Jet fans know how important he was to the team. But it, it goes back to that. It goes back to those two impact guys up front out. A backup running back is your starter. An undrafted quarterback is your quarterback. A rookie wide receiver is your best option. That's a lot to overcome against arguably the best team in the NFL. And especially in the fourth quarter where the Jets are down and they're down eight. I know it's a late touchdown. Maybe they could have gone onside kick. Maybe not. I know Scott Hansen was battling with that on red zone. Uh, I never felt confident at any point in that game. Not even in the first half after the first couple of drives where I'm like, oh, New York's got this. Like, the Jets are going to beat the Bills like they did the last time. This is the Jets game. Never. No. It, it felt like. I actually felt the other way the second the, second the Bills scored. Game was over? I felt like, yeah. yeah. I felt like once the Bills, because Dawson Knox, I, I love that guy. Nobody talks about him outside of, like, New York area and maybe fantasy football players who didn't draft uh, a tight end in the first four rounds. Like, no, he, he gets very little pub. All he does is catch the football and, and fall forward or or jump over people or do acrobatic crap to get in the end zone. Uh, Josh Allen, love you, man. Stop taking the big hits. <laughs> the Dear God, thing. stop taking the big hits. <laughs> stop it. You and I were watching one of the plays, and I'm like, can you believe they took Rosen over Allen? What a bunch. And then, like, uh, Allen's in the air jumping. Uh, I'm like, okay, maybe you got to be a little bit more careful. So, I love seeing it, and it's it's like – it's it's football movie quality play. It's the stuff you like, you know, any given Sunday or, or replacements or whatever movie, like cinematically, it's beautiful. But dear God, he's going to catch a helmet to a knee and we're not going to see him for three to five weeks. Like you do that in a game winning drive in a Super Bowl. Get crazy. Was it, uh, Rex Ryan used to say he had when he was when he was coaching Mark Sanchez, he had um, red light, yellow light, green light. So. Red light, don't take a chance. If it's not 100% open, whatever it is, don't eat it, throw it away. Yellow light, okay, maybe if it's not, if it's one-on-one or whatever. Green light, go to work. Like, I feel like somebody has to be on the sideline with a traffic light for Allen. Like, all right, it's red light. Do not, do not run. (laughs) Ball on your face. Spike the ball. I don't care what you do. Whatever. Do just, not get hurt. We're up a touchdown against the Jets. They don't have a quarterback. We're going to be okay. We already broke Mike White twice. Ken Dorsey's holding the sign. Allen ignores it. It's like jumper. You know, he's right. Jumping over like the frog. Or, right? Is that the game? I nailed it. Frogger. Ah, oh, frogger. I said jumper. It's literally a frog jumping around. How? Just say the frog's name. It's frogger. Jumper. Good God, it's give the me this. Stu- Thank you. No, damn it. No. Oh. It's Jumper. Most, it's the most 80s friendly podcast you and I have ever done. Oh. You got the knot from Coach and you referencing Frogger. <laughs> Just completely butchered it, too. Uh, the Jets is a playoff team. They benefit a little bit because the AFC, who I was going to say, there's nobody in the AFC made a move. The Chargers did, and we'll get to that game later. So the Chargers are starting to slowly creep up on what could have been a playoff season for the Jets. And if we compared performances by both franchises, not, they had to play each other. The Chargers looked we'll far talk, better. Yeah, we'll talk about them. But yeah. I, I just I think that was a situational game. I had talked in that game about travel for Miami. I didn't realize Miami actually stayed on the left coast, which 
is, I guess, smarter. But when you get a young team like that, sometimes you take them out of their regiment, and who knows how they're going to play? Because there were so many injuries in the Chargers secondary. That I didn't think that game should have went the way it went. I definitely bet a lot on the over responsibly and you know whatever. Don't worry, it was my lock of the week. Went zero for four. So I was the most confident in the Dolphins. That's two one and one. It's better than zero and four. I was so close to to to. If I got a little ballsy with the Browns. I eat that one, whatever. Ravens, come on. Come on. Two points? Come on. Trubisky gives you the ball three times, I get two points? You pricks. If you're watching on our visual side, that's now the fourth graphic I've spelled wrong, less than 25 minutes into the show, but I fixed it again. Uh, can the Giants still be a playoff People team? People used to want us to write for a living. Team. <laughs> I thought the word laptop was spelled. I swear to God, it's a laptop. I was spelling it. L A B T O P Lab Top. Your laptop. kids can go to your kids can go to Hobart too. I don't know. <laughs> Matt Woods is smart. I was gonna say somewhere Matt, oh, the other Matt Woods used to take pictures of our old rundown and how butchered oh, the English sorry. language was spelling. L A B T O P. I want to remind everybody of Levac and Gaz. One of us is dyslexic. The other one spells like Gaz. <laughs> God. God, have an excuse. I have an excuse. My brain is wrong. Like my brain is broken, and you spell worse than me. Can the Giants still be a playoff time? Was what uh, the graphic said. T I M E. Yeah. Time, not team. Oh yeah, they're. I mean, they're alive. Can they be a time though? I don't know. It, it, it might not be this time. Oh. Um. I yeah. I, this this. The Eagles are good. The Eagles are really really good. I I thought. I thought the Giants would hang with them early, and then they just the Eagles were just far enough ahead of them in the process, you know, F them picks, all that stuff, that they would just go ahead and just kind of grind them down as the game went on. No, they just jumped on them and choked the life out of them. Like, the fact that the, the Giants put any points on the board is, is, is relatively impressive. Coaches like to say, we haven't played our best game of the season yet. Don't ever say that about that Philadelphia game against the Giants, because if that's not their best game of this season... Shut it all down. That's the best team in the NFL. They already were going into the week, power rankings, all that stuff. I don't know how they can play better than they put against the Giants. From A.J. Brown just beating guys one-on-one to the defense so balanced, Miles Sanders. I know there's Philly. all Philadelphia has to complain about right now. This, this sums up the Eagles season. Philly fan has nothing to complain about except Miles Sanders should be considered a top back in the NFL. If that's your take on a Monday after that, Philly, reevaluate your life decisions you have nothing to complain about if that's the hill you want to die on it's a great season for the eagles and they've had everything and jalen hurts you want to scream that he's the mvp i know mahomes is unbelievable to watch he made great plays this week but i cannot was deny it, was the it eagles. Rogers or was lebron when i used to we used to have the mvp of the nba discussion and i would say is lebron still playing okay it's lebron um i feel like i'm gonna i'm starting to become that person for mahomes in the nfl but if you hadn't gone directly to the MVP conversation, I was about to say that I don't expect a dud from the Eagles because of Jalen Hurts. Like, he has a chip on his shoulder. He is an athletic black Nick Saban. Like, he's Nick Saban. Like, you, when you hear him talk, oh, yeah. like, if you, if you had Siri read off the quotes... And I didn't tell you whether it was Jalen Hurts or Nick Saban. 
you would not get them right. Because <laughs> they he his brain and Nick Saban's brain, and I shouldn't say Nick Saban still plays basketball with his staff and whatever, so I guess athletic, whatever, but but like he's when he speaks, I hear Saban. He has a chip on his shoulder. He's like it's like Michael Jordan. It's I almost feel like he's in like did you, yeah, did you, did, you, did you hear what Brian Dable said about you? And he like makes it up. Brian Dable's like, yeah, he's extremely talented. He's great. Yeah, you know what he meant by that, right? You're not a good passer. Like, you know, like he's second round pick. Yeah. They thought Tua was better than you. Do you hear that? Right. Tua, another right. top five NFL quarter. Oh, right. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's an he is a like I know this term is used a lot. He's a warrior. Yeah. Like, he wants to he wants every time he's on the field, he wants to score. Every time he's on the field, he wants to make a better play than the play he made before. But he's not greedy. Like there's guys like that who then turn into hero ball guys who do too much and don't incorporate their teammates or make a stupid play. He doesn't. He does. It's 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 really impressive to watch. And like, yeah, the Eagles are good. Eagles. Giant fan looks at that matchup with Philadelphia and might wonder how far away the franchise is because. It'd be nice and easy to say, oh, that's what you should model the team after. Like, do what they did. It's not that easy. Philadelphia's been incredibly smart with their draft picks. They stockpiled some picks. They still have picks coming, by the way. I know they got one that's floating out there. I want to say it's the Saints pick they got where they are. They also kicked a bunch, too, though, to get get the players who are making them this good. That's exactly it. You know, they went out and got A.J. Brown. They sent some picks to the Titans and more. They've stacked that team. For New York, uh, it goes back to what you said on our Sunday show. Everything is gravy if you're a playoff team, and even if you're not, you feel like the franchise is in the right direction if the draft works in the team's favor coming up. But they got a long ways to go, and Philadelphia is that good. I can't pinpoint New York and be like, oh, they got torched. They suck. They're this. That game is is more about Philly than it is about the Giants. Yep. In the Giants, (laughs) when when you get your starting quarterback after the first round, late first round even, you have an advantage that is unheard of because of the fact that their pay is lower. Their this is lower. Their that is lower. You most likely are pairing them with a guy. You know, there's like a guy. You went and you got a Devontae Smith and you got a Jalen Hurts. You you know, all right, Derek Carr, he was an early second-round pick. You add Khalil Mack and a Derek Carr. Like, that, that is next level. Giants, you got your coach. You got to feel really good about Dable. He's so good, you're questioning whether or not you have your quarterback, and I don't think you really do, but you you could get by with him for a while. The cupboard's kind of bare, not 100% bare. Like, it's not his guys. I think you're going to see that the the NFC East is going to be frightening for a long, long time because I don't know exactly what's going to happen with the commanders. Maybe they'll get lucky and Snyder will get kicked so they don't have Satan running the team. Um Dallas makes me nervous. I'm not a Mike McCarthy guy. I'm not going to turn around on that just because they've had some success. But like Eagles and the Giants look like they're in good hands. And it's going to be a fun ride watching those two beat the living daylights out of each other for however long. Yeah, let's get let's get a matchup in the playoffs. I know they got some matchups coming up again this season, but I saw Kornacki from NBC on Sunday Night Football doing all the math and <laughs> doing the nut. You know what? You entertained me again, Kornacki. I thought you were annoying at one point. Now how that you do NFL playoff NBC, scenarios. Yeah, how did NBC come with it? Like, so, hey, you know that thing we do like every four years or every two years sometime where we have them come out and show everybody how the how this is working? Yeah. How do we do that more? 
I don't know, football. How does that? He's not going to work for football. And then he's just going and he's like, oh, look at that. The first year he God, did it. Great. Yeah, he did it for the Derby. And I think it was Medina Spirit yes. who was juicy. He nailed it. I'm like, all right, this guy's got a job for a long time now. It's just, it's, I don't, I don't think they're going to stop. No. Like he's, he's favorite ice cream. If you look over here, you got a mint chocolate chip with a fudge swirl. That's nice, but it's not, it's not really seen that well outside of the immediate, the immediate metropolitan area. It's like, how did you do that? How did you turn that into that conversation? It's amazing how that was what it is now in 2022. I still remember it might date me now. The late Tim Russert just had a whiteboard for Bush yeah. and Gore, and I right. just doing it like this with a marker. Yeah. Things have changed since yeah, then. Budgets. Yeah, that's all it is. Uh, Our budget's probably bigger than that. And I bought all of our equipment. If you're looking to shop with a budget this ah. holiday season, look at this. I'm nailing it finally. Any budget. Any budget. Lillian David Fonjula, this is your spot this holiday season. Find something special for her, whether it's the push gift, the engagement gift, the wedding band, the holiday gift. Now, are you laughing because I'm going tomorrow and I've already texted Alyssa saying I'm looking for a push gift for my wonderful wife, Jordan. I'm I've already given her the heads up. My, uh, our new, our dear friend, Julia, over at the hideaway. I go, What's, you know, have you heard of push gift? She's like, no, what the hell is that? She has a child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's never heard of it. No. I'm like, what about the, you know, what if, I'm not going to say it during Lily David. No, but they can stop in, whatever it is. Maybe you've got a baby coming in January or February. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you find exactly what she's looking for this holiday season. If you stop in tomorrow, you might see me doing some shopping. Do not take pictures of what I'm about to get my wife for a wonderful Christmas holiday. Shout out to Alyssa, David, the entire staff, Tammy, and more family-owned and operated business helping you find what she wants this holiday season. Cannot wait to see everyone tomorrow. Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Make sure to stop in this holiday season and take care of those important people in your life. Don't forget about the watches for dad, grandpa, and everybody else. And Jeff. Uh, um, our, our guy, uh, Willie Fish, uh, what's your favorite Stewart's ice cream? <laughs> I So I, I, um, I oscillate between two. Actually, three. I got three. I'm more between the – what are the top seven celebrities who have taken a dump in the capital region? We've got to make that no, list. Oh, Stewart's ice cream, though. I so think, they got the I mint with the fudge swirl in it. That's that's freaking amazing. Yeah. Um, is it crumbs along the Mohawk? I don't know if they even still make that one. Stargazer is very good too. But uh, I'm on a big uh, mint with the with the the cookie in it. It's very very top good. eleven fish that look like capital region counties is what uh, we're gonna do he next. Also on wants our to know, do you receive a push gift after a night at Taco Bell? <laughs> the answer to that question is no because you don't have to push after that. It's more of a try to hold it back after a, that. I was going to stop over at TV Death today. by Chocolate from Jay Larkin. Oh. It's, that is a very good one. That's The problem with the Death by Chocolate is I'll put the shell, the hard shell on it, the chocolate hard shell, and then and now it's Death and Dismemberment by Chocolate, and you put a little whip topping on top of that, and it's woo. I hope, I hope Philly Wish and Jay uh, hear this, and I want you to hear this as well, Levesque, because I have a Capital Region confession for you. Magic Shell, correct. Yes. <laughs> I've got a culinary degree. I'm a teacher. Magic Shell. Jay Larkin. <laughs> I, have, I have a confession for all the Capital Region natives or residents here. I can't stand it. What the ice cream at Stewart Shop? What? Here's my theory. Leave. On it, right? No, 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 no. Back to back to back to Salve with your goofy <laughs> you ass. Get your ass to Central you New get York. Get out of here. You're not worthy to eat it now. No, no, no. It has oh, sorry. To... He's a hotel restaurant degree. I'm I'm sorry, 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 Professor oh, Larkin. Sorry, sorry. Uh, here's my issue with Stewart's ice cream. It has nothing oh, to do man, with the actual. It. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with the quality of. I the ice also cream. I was in the chef's guild. Okay, you're a heathen. Here's my problem. Because I have a Stewart's where I live, and I, I've become the guy 
that goes in if you need sugar or creamer or like, you know, hey, go down the street and grab X, Y, and Z. And I'm down there constantly with a pregnant wife. I don't know their names yet, but I think they know who I am. But anyways, uh, here's the problem. Yeah, like, oh God, here comes it, it's like it's like 830 oh, yeah. on a Friday or whatever yeah. the most busy time is. There's three dorks over there looking for ice cream in December. Just I saw this lady the other day getting a milkshake at 1130. I'm like, no. Can we just like let's split it up? Let's get like an ice cream section over here. We got one designated well, person the, and then a gas station spot over because we got 13 people in line and somebody's putting fudge on their face. Eh, I need the fudge. Got a line out the door. Wait, that's that's so my problem. You're not actually critiquing the ice cream itself. No. You're just mad because it gets in the way of your you having to actually do something for your wife for a change. I got to sit there in line and listen that she needs this weird milk and then she wants a strange syrup. And there I am just sitting there sweating. Trying ooh, to figure out the ooh. that's my issue with Stewart's. They gotta right. chop that baby up. Yeah, I, I got an issue with uh Will here, Willie Fish. Peanut butter pandemonium, amazing, love it. Crumbs along mohawk, love it. Black raspberry? Ugh. 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 No thanks. Ugh. All right. Now Jay Larkin <laughs> is correct, and this okay. is everywhere. Not the ice cream people, because I know that Stewart's ice cream is the best and whatever. The lotto people. The people who literally look back at you and like go. I'm going to be here a while. And they've got their plastic sleeve with like six different kinds of games in it. Then they need to scratch offs. And then right before they turn to leave, they go, oh, I forgot. I got to do this too. Like that, those are the ones where it's just, I start, like I'm sitting there with a 12 pack or something. I've been like, it's Friday. I want to go sit in the yard and chill or the front porch this time of year and chill. And there they are going through it all. And it's like, and they got a system and the system's going to pay off. And it's just like, Oh I, I enjoy the lotto people. You know why oh. I enjoy the lotto people? Because they have the yeah. same stupid joke every time. They do the lotto thing, and then they turn around and be like, hey, when you win, you better pay me. <laughs> every time. Turns around. Hey, hey, don't forget about me when you win. <laughs> Telling you, without fail, that stupid stewards. They know me. Lotto guy. <laughs> Million dollars. <laughs> yeah. I really do that every single time, and I'm embarrassed that I just said that out loud. Why don't you do it for the ice cream? Hey, can I get a lick? And see how long until you're out. They won't. They'll get out of your way. They will. That's a genius idea. Hey, kid. Uh, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm just gonna. Uh, you know that. Just, uh. fun, fun new game. Keep referencing Jay Larkin until he gets annoyed and says, "Okay, back." To <laughs> all right. It's time for the rapid recap. We're recapping all the games, our biggest storylines and takeaway. Don't forget, Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Yes. Top thirteen fish. It looked like Capital Region celebrities. Uh, let's start with the Buccaneers <laughs> taking on. I don't want to do that game first. We just did the bill. Let's do this one instead. Uh, Bengals-Browns, 23-10, the final score. AFC North matchup. Joe Burrow, the I want to call him the Bayou Bengals. That was his college team. Mm. Five straight victories for the defending AFC champions. What do first you take time he's beat yeah. the Browns. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's uh, the one lock I got wrong. Um, look, Bengals are playing good football right now. Uh, Joe Burrow is is interesting to me because I thought with the way he had one good year and blah, 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 you know, who knows what, who knew you give so far he'd been to a Super Bowl, <laughs> and he looks like he could be a really, really tough out in the playoffs again this year. I'll go back to a take we had in November about Cincinnati. I'm glad I called them the defending AFC champions and a team that had to lead in the Super Bowl. What will they have to do in some football fans' minds to be considered the favorite in the AFC? Now, someone would say beat Kansas City. Joe Burrow is owned, we'll put air quotes on that, Kansas City. Beat him in the postseason last year. Beat him again this regular season. I'm not willing to say I'd take Cincinnati again in the postseason. Buffalo could be a tough test for them as well. I don't think there's anything the Bengals can do this season 
for me to be convinced they're the team to beat, but they keep winning. And they what keep if they like, win the Super Bowl? That's, if they win the AFC, then I'd say they probably are the best team in the AFC. Say that. Although okay. some people didn't believe that last year because they kept winning by three points in those playoff games. They're actually keeping them upright a little bit more, which is kind of which is a big deal. Um, you only get sacked once in this game. So yeah, I, I'm they never in the equation when people ask me who the best teams in, in the NFL are. And, and they're nine and four and yeah. playing great football. Yeah. All right, this one's on the top. I just don't want to forget it. The Buccaneers destroyed by the San Francisco 49ers, 35 to 7. Brock. Purdy, three touchdowns in his first career start. And this wasn't even like like 35-7. Not even, doesn't re- accurately represent the ass whooping the Buccaneers took. Like there's a picture of Brady getting choke slammed. Um, it's, it was, it's, you can't win when you've had that many injuries on your offensive line. You just can't. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to catch that much lightning in a bottle where you're going to be able to replace three to four guys uh, on your offensive line. I think it's, I think it's finally happened. I think it's. I think Brady's old. I think Todd Bowles is not a not a great head coach. Maybe maybe a phenomenal, maybe a top three defensive coordinator. Uh, I think I think your Bucks are toast. There's these rumors and that division is terrible. Yeah, and there's these rumors floating around like, well, you know, Brady could leave the Bucks in the offseason to go back yeah. to New England. Why? Like we've hit the point now that no one's screaming. Tom Brady had two great fourth quarter comebacks this year. He had one against the Rams. And he had one most recently, and I'm blanking on the team. Oh, the Saints. He had it against the Saints as well. That's been it. I love the Bucs. That is my NFL team, and it's been really fun to watch them with Brady and actually see your team succeed because there had been a long stretch there for about 18 years where they really weren't very good with hit or miss postseasons, maybe one or two in there in the late 2000s. I watch them now, and I want to turn it off because it's so bad. Because they get down 14 nothing, it feels like they're f- like rolling down a hill like a two-year-old. They just can't get their footing. The passes are awful. They, it's not Matt Ryan where he's bouncing the ball to guys and he's that old. But there is some hatred of Fournette where they're like, we're not going to give him the ball. We're just going to force Brady into these throws. He can't make it anymore. They have no offense. It is hard to watch Tampa. And I defended him as long as I could. Byron Leftwich. How the hell did it get this bad this fast? How is it really not, Bruce how did you not get a job as a head coach as fast as you could? Yeah. If you, you should have jumped off, man. You should have taken the Jacksonville gig if they offered you. If you could have Arians back next year, but no Brady and no Leonard Fournette, no whatever, you, you, you still you doing it? If someone said, would I rather have Tom Brady at 47 or Bruce Arians? Mm. I would roll with Arians because Arians helped the Colts team get better. He helped the Cardinals get better. You want a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers? I know Brady's got seven Super Bowls, but I'm not getting 30-year-old Brady. I'm getting 40-plus-five-year-old Brady. Yeah. You didn't I even play. Arians. You you quit. When you stopped playing when you were 35. <laughs> How do you not slap him? Hey, you oh. know what? Let's Let's put a pause on the recap for a second. That was art, right? Like that was like acting, like Hamilton, so. like a movie. I don't think so. There, because there's like an art form with like Stephen A. and Russo. You and I promised each other, although we've had some fun, louder conversations. We never wanted to be Russo and Stephen A. or Skip and Shannon. I feel like there's a dance for that. You think it would might have been more real than I? I mean, ten and a half was, million views. I think they got he pissed on that. him off. I think. Yeah. I think Shannon Sharp was pissed. I think he had enough of being questioned by old ass Skip Bayless, and he. I think he was pissed, and I think he was rightfully so pissed. Man, uh, uh, 
he treats Sharp like he's not special. Sharp was special. Like you look at his numbers now as a tight end. We're so spoiled with Kelsey and you know Gronk and and all this, dude. His numbers, they were. He was like a number two receiver slash tight end. He put those two numbers together for the number he was getting at that point. I I, I was team sharp, but I've always hated Skip Bayless. I think he's a piece of poop. At one point, he was a writer, and he figured out the what is the cat over the wool's eyes? What is that expression? What is the thing? Well, the wool's over the wool's over the, wool's the wool's cat's over, eye. I don't, I don't think cats ever been involved. I'm really nailing wool these. over the, like really nailing it. cat's eye pest control. Is that what you're trying to get into? What <laughs> Whatever the expression is, where he's fooled people. He's made, he's, there you go. Yeah. He's made a career out of just being an idiot, trolling people. Are like, hey, he gets reactions. Yeah. I don't know anybody who's like, I love Undisputed. You and I have talked to a ton of sports yeah. fans. I've never met someone who's like, I can't wait to DVR Undisputed today. I feel like there's got to be more people that watch it than we realize, though, because it, it's still there. If you want a good content, Richard Deitch, who's a sports illustrated writer, used to do Paw Patrol and Bubble Guppies ratings versus Undisputed. And he just quote tweet whatever he tweet about LeBron and then put his ratings up against it. I'll send you some of those tonight. He retired from doing it because he did. You love Bubble Guppy. Uh, it's, you know, it's not a bitch. A Cowboys 27, <laughs> Texans 23. This one, who the hell were these Houston Texans? They were better than the Cowboys for three quarters in this game. And the fact that you had Dr- Jeff Driscoll running the ball at points it was very weird. Um, I think, listen, I think you summed this up pretty easily. Uh, the Cowboys. Did not take the Texans seriously, and the Texans treated this like it was their Super Bowl, and and it and it showed. But still, like the quarterback situation in Houston, the lack of talent in Houston, it should never have been this close. The Cowboys should have been able to walk through them. They obviously thought the same thing, and it didn't work out. We've mentioned you've had this theory that every NFL team, because it still is professional sports, has a stinker. Yeah. If that was the Cowboys' stink game, and they still won, <sighs> Pollard and Zeke. And then one two punch. How great is it? CD Lamb. Have you man. seen? Is it? I, I guess TikTok or Instagram Reels or whatever. What is it? Hey, what's your name, Tony? Hey, what's yours, Ezekiel? Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like they're actually running backs are Ezekiel and Tony. <laughs> what you do? Don't bring my mother in this. I want your mother. <laughs> like, I, I see that and i'm like oh my god they actually use the names like because i see it with like like people do it with like cats and dogs across there somebody did it with like the cowboys running backs and it literally <laughs> looks like it's really happening dallas is so good Dak prescott so good uh, they uh, they barely beat houston and my takeaway from the game is how good they are because houston everything didn't look like the same team switched jerseys and all that stuff they still come away talents with the victory how about the detroit lions favorites at home divisional game against a nine and three viking team <coughs> double digit winner 34 23 jared goff super hot in that first half tearing up the vikings defense detroit six and seven right back on the graphic i like to say for the nfc playoff picture detroit man there they are the hard knocks team from the offseason showing why people are becoming fans of this season dan campbell a big part of it i did tell you that like i thought for sure that the Dan Campbell pregame speech must have been amazing, like Braveheart. Because if Minnesota wins that one, they clinch and they're ready to they're ready to, you know, skate into the playoffs. He wasn't gonna let that happen on his turf. I do want to go farther though, because since this W, since their last couple wins, the Lions now no longer just compete in football. Every score cures cancer, gives angels wings. 
it, they 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 don't need they don't actually have a field anymore. They they play on on a uh, pool. Secure because they can you know they that. can run on water. Like, dude, <laughs> like everybody, calm down a little bit. Let's see let's see how far they can really get. Like, every, like I literally heard people say, like, you know, listen, they're playing the best football in the entire NFL right now. Okay, no, they're not. They're they're still very <laughs> questionable on defense. They still do some crazy stuff. Like you sent me the audio of Dan Campbell for the Peninsula catch. Like he literally greenlit a play, not hearing what it was because he was watching the wave. <laughs> That's unbelievable. And then said, "What the f was that?" When he saw Peninsula catch the ball. I, like okay, you know, and maybe he's playing with us a little bit, but dude, I want them to keep going. They are entertaining. They are good. The points are great. Like that's my two locks that hit were this game, the Lions and the over. So I love it. But everybody's like, let's pump the brakes just a little bit. What's up, Trap? Um, because they're not. It's not. It's not done yet. And the Vikings are still figuring a lot of stuff out, even though they've got that great record. I had to go back and look at the Lions of how they ended up being six and seven. Here are the teams they lost to: Philadelphia, Dallas. Miami, Buffalo. I mean, those are tough losses. A divisional game against the Vikings, so you split it. New England with Belichick. By the way, that game's on the road, and they got trounced. That game was never close early. And they have one more loss on there, and they lost to the Seahawks, who could be a playoff. I mean, four of those teams are arguably the top seven in the NFL they lost to. And their defense has gotten better. Yes. Like, everything's – they're clicking. They're looking good. It's just, like, listen to sports talk this week. Oh, my goodness. Like you would have, you would have thought that they went out there and beat the '86 Bears this week. Like you would, like oh, like like uh, yeah, you know how that we put the Pro Bowl team together and we played against the Lions, but like we told the Pro Bowl team they had to win or we were gonna like go, go slap their mothers, you know, with with a chain glove on, and they won. So like they're amazing. Like let's just let's pump, pump those brakes just a little. Let's just breathe. Let's breathe a little. I'll give you a little tease for Saturday's storyline here. Will the Lions-Jets game this Sunday be a dead or alive game? The loser of that dead, winner alive. Don't have to answer it now. Yeah. Think about that. By, by the way, don't forget, there's Saturday NFL action this week, too. Oh, it is Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Saturday, so it, Saturday and Sunday. I was wondering why those dates were. Okay. Because there's no uh, no college. College oh, and back to six. Oh, oh, that's right. Uh, Jaguars defeat the Titans 36-22. to A double-take, triple-take through the day on this. We're like, Wait, is Jacksonville beating Tennessee? Is Jacksonville playing this well? Like I've said before, and I'll say it again, Levac. How about that, Trevor Lawrence? Huh? Yeah, you uh, you love Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you haven't wavered on that once. I swear, not at all. Um, except for all the time. Um, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, three hundred and sixty-eight passing yards, three passing touchdowns. He, Evan Ingram, eleven catches, hundred sixty-two yards, touchdown. Your boy Zay Jones, eight catches, seventy-seven yards. And a touchdown. Trevor Lawrence is clicking. Him and Doug Peterson are going to be a problem. A problem, I tell you. And they're alive. At five and eight, they're alive. Uh, no, not, not likely, but alive. With that win, they're two games out behind the Tennessee Titans. There's a pulse somewhere there in the south. There's a pulse. Yeah, the Raiders are five and eight. People are giving me their ways they can make the playoffs. All these things like, yeah, yeah. No, Jags are alive. And I said the Jags were going to win the south before the season started. They come back and win the south before the season starts. The pro, the postseason starts. What's up? 
that come from behind victory where they had gone for two and got it felt like a career changing franchise change because yeah. Trevor Lawrence looks like, yeah, looks like a different quarterback. Uh, if you started Evan Ingram or Trevor Lawrence on your fantasy teams or in the regular Jones. season finale, yeah, congratulations, you deserve to be in the postseason if that was the move you made. They yeah. just became fantasy football legends with that move for some owners. By the way, I just want to remind everybody that uh, Techies Tuesday, we're live here in the executive lounge here at uh, Techies Fire and Water Restoration. Your best way back to normal. Check us out online, tefirewater.com. The best uh, fire, water, smoke, mold removal we got you. And uh, new and improved construction wing. We've, uh, we're diving in. We're going to do more for people with construction. We're helping out. This wasn't exactly a highlight-filled game, but the Ravens defeated the Steelers 16-14. to We know Ravens-Steelers in the mid-2000s and 2010s was one of the best rivalries in the NFL, if not the best, and we're used to low-scoring games. We are not. No, no, no. That doesn't work for this one because the offenses are bad. That doesn't mean the defenses are great. So let's not put this game in that mix, but Baltimore, the backup quarterback, Finds a way to win, but uh, Pittsburgh also not, had a backup quarterback two, play. So two yeah. backup quarterbacks. That's right. But, you know they went to what Anthony something or other. Um, Trubisky three interceptions. J.K. Dobbins 120 yards uh, and a touchdown. Gus Edwards ran for 66. So the Ravens ran the ball. They shortened the game when they realized they couldn't win. You know clean, which hey it works. It, it did. It felt. It did feel like a Steelers Ravens fist fight game. It, it felt like that. But Mitchell Trubisky, man, I keep rooting for this dude. You can't go out there and throw three picks. Mm-mm. You can't do it. You, dude, what are you doing to me? What are they the doing? best, worst 9-4 and four team you can remember in a long time? I know Minnesota was getting that moniker earlier. Like, they're not really that good at 9-3, and three, and they got smacked by Detroit. Baltimore, all of a sudden, at 9-4, and four, they're like that team everyone wants in the postseason. Like, all right, all right, let's get Baltimore. Well, We can beat them in the first round, the expanded wild card. Yeah, don't forget, Lawrence playing for a contract, and he will be back at some point. So that's, that's the thing yeah. with them. He, he's never been good in the postseason. You got to believe if Lamar is under center for this game, they win by 10. Yeah, I think you know, so. Probably at least. But man, they just, I'm glad I didn't pick them to represent the AFC. Chiefs, Broncos, 34 28. Kansas City gets up early, 27 0. Denver, some heart and some offense. The Broncos, best game of the season in a loss. Uh, Russ Wilson finally looked good. Right until Frank Clark slapped his head into the ground. Um, then now he's in concussion protocol. But here's the problem with the Chiefs: the Chiefs take their foot off the gas. They're lucky so far that they're good enough to to reapply and get where they need to be and do just enough to win. But you see it. There's like they get bored. Travis Kelsey hasn't looked that good. You know, Mahomes is just quietly throws for over 300 each and every week. Whatever it is, what it is. But there's there's a they need a little more sense of urgency, I feel like, because they're going to do this against the wrong team, and maybe it's the Bengals in the postseason, maybe it's whatever, maybe it's the Bills, and they're going to get their asses handed to them. I don't want to blame Eric Bieniemy because it could be Andy Reid. It could easily be Andy Reid doing this, but to that board comparison you had there, it feels like what Kansas City has is that friend you know doesn't have ADD or ADHD but might, but you're like, you definitely do because of Mahomes. Like right. they have Mahomes, they're like, let's throw it. Let's throw the ball 60 yards. Let's right. always let him throw the ball. Let's let him run. Our... It's so tempting because Patrick Mahomes is so good to do something with him every single play. When you're up 27 nothing, you can just run the ball and yeah. then let the clock run. I know that's boring. And I know it's not as exciting. Like, well, it's never really been Andy Reid style. Right. Like they get bored 
because they don't get to play exciting, incredible football. And that was it. And, you know, Denver across the board, if they don't have that touchdown, maybe it is a difference on the defensive side of the football. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett got lucky for the play call. I'm not ready to say, oh, Hackett figured it out. No, 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 no. Like, they, the Kansas City was playing a little buddy, different buddy defense Hackett. when they're up that big. Buddy Hackett, please. please get it right. Panthers 30, Seahawks 24, an upset with Carolina wow. roaring – uh, you know who wow. I want to give love to on this one? Sam Darnold would be the easy answer because Darnold had some really good throws. Yeah. How about Steve Wilkes? Yeah. Their head coach who flat out, I saw this one viral today, that basically trashed the organization and said, everyone gave up on us, including this team, except these players. That's yeah. the mantra. Very college-like, but it's working in Carolina. Well, he's he knows, too, like with what happened to him in Arizona, one, one and done, they chose Kyler Murray and, and, you know, pretty boy Kingsbury over him. This is his chance to be noticed and make some because somebody's going to need a head coach. Maybe it's Carolina. Maybe they keep him. I don't know. He's he's saying things like that, and I can tell you, if I'm an owner of a team that's going to need a coach, those are the things I want to hear. I don't. I I want the guy who knows how to make players play. And majority of these players, they need to get the oh, you're so pretty and your poopy don't stink and do, 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 do. but some of the players need to hear the fact that they suck and that there's problems. And that's I, I like a coach who's willing to go out there and say it. I, I do. Wilkes got a raw deal in Arizona yeah. too. Like he got out after one year. Rarely see that happen in professional football. How different would the world have been if they let Wilkes be Cliff Kingsbury? Maybe he would have been just as good. If right. not, we don't know. Uh, and also for the NFL draft analytic guy who's now screaming, that's why you don't draft the running back in the first round. McCaffrey gets traded. Carolina runs the ball 35 times for 150 yards. Their top receiver doesn't have over 40 yards, and they find a way to win the game post-McCaffrey. Kenny Skywalker to the third not being in that game was big for, for Seattle. You kept waiting for Seattle to just kind of click it and go, which is so weird because you're saying that about a Geno Smith run offense. <laughs> but it just they never quite clicked it and went. So you you wonder with a healthy backfield how different that game would have been. But, uh, you know, congrats to Wilkes. And, and by the way, the Panthers are alive. Chargers 23, <laughs> Dolphins 17 in the Sunday night game. I think I was texting Ugh, you before kickoff. Movie. I sent you the graphic of the NFL Network where everybody yeah. picked the Dolphins. That was my lock of the week. Four series in this, half the quarter in. Chargers had a long drive. I'm like, this bet is already done. I've already lost. Where's the cash out button on DraftKings? This is yeah. done. Uh, I almost called them San Diego. I might have said San Diego. Los Angeles, more balanced. Looked more prepared, looked more calm. Miami looked rushed and stressed. And Tua was three of 18. The defensive backs went old school bump and run. The Ty Law days. They're just beating yeah. the hell out of the receivers for Miami. Yeah, it was, um, it was, that was weird. But this, um, I, I, I wonder if staying there for the week was the wrong move for them. You know, but I also kind of look at it too. Like you look at Mike McDaniel and, he, and he's got this different way of coaching that seems to be catching some of the old farts off the old guard off guard. Uh, it's exactly what's going on in LA. They're doing the same, same stuff. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. just, they're like, yeah, no, the, the, this is what he's going to do here. Cause it's on the card. And this, that. like, it was, it was weird to see it go down the way it went down I, I thought this was for sure an over game second quarter i think there was 24 points on the board just in the second quarter but zero in the first um i had the chargers i like the Chargers in this game i told you the chargers were the play you didn't listen to me no uh mike corda and i went back and forth he thought miami was the play 
I, uh, I, you know, I tried to give him, you know, sage wisdom as I, as I'm known to do, and I wouldn't listen. It's fine. It's fine. I also told him I would, I love the over. Uh, I think he did do that. So I do, uh, I didn't get it all right. Ew. But, <laughs> okay. but uh, no, the, I think the, the Chargers were the team to play in that matchup. And I, even with the injuries and everything else, they just, the home field was going to be a little bit too much. And the battle of the brains, the nerds, I just had a feeling that the Chargers were in a better place to be. Their nerd was a stronger nerd at the moment. And he had some nerd calls early in the yeah. game, too, just refuses to kick field goals. Had a few fourth downs. Like even Collinsworth said, does Brandon Staley have more of these than yeah. anyone else? Like, yeah, I feel like they're just set up to have him he does. constantly be forced to make a decision. That's why like, the Raiders usually beat him by three because yeah. they'll do that so many times and the Raiders will kick him. And there you go. One of the harder games to get a good understanding of storyline wise is this Monday night football game. Patriots win 27 to 13. I wish I would have played the under in this game because it's Kingsbury versus Belichick. I should have known better. Do you? Uh, I've rarely done this on rapid recap. I can't figure out what I take away from this game. I'm giving an I don't know shoulder shrug on what I take away from a New England 14 point win. Besides, Kingsbury's probably going to be questioned as why the hell is he so bad all the way back to Texas Tech at the end of every season? Um, I will tell you the takeaway that I have from this one. Um, Belichick is a better coach than Kingsbury. Kingsbury put all his eggs in the Kyler Murray basket. Kyler Murray blows out his ACL what, like a play-in. It was like right away. Um, and if you're going to put all your eggs in a specific style of quarterback's basket, Shouldn't your backup be similar? Like, if you look at what happens with Baltimore, Huntley comes in, and he's not as gifted an athlete. He's not as good a quarterback as Lamar Jackson, but you don't have to change the play calls. You just assume that if this is a seven-yard play with Lamar Jackson, it's going to be a three- or four-yard play with Huntley. Like, you, you, they're not the same. Like, they're not even close. Like, you have to change your entire offense when you put when you put Colt McCoy in. Um, I... I think he gets to the offseason, but I can't imagine a scenario where Arizona stays with, with Kingsbury. You, you you gave Kyler Murray what he wanted. You didn't even put – you wanted to put a clause in that said you have to do your homework. And he cried and pissed and moaned publicly, and people went, oh, I'll give the baby what he wants. And you did. You made your own bed, Cardinals. A lot. Now you're screwed. I'm just looking at these all-in franchises. And by the way, ACL, which means yeah, he's gone until what? Like Nine to eight, 12 months, it should be. You think if, you, if you're lucky, you get him midway through next season. Yeah. Yeah, for the December injury, you're probably looking at yeah, October. He's going to start on the pup and it's a franchise quarterback. Like, we're talking about these all-in franchises. Just quickly, of uh, teams who really went all-in on a quarterback and why they decided to do it. Chiefs? Okay, that would make sense with the homes, but Andy Reid had been successful and got fired in Philly because he was making too many NFC title games and not winning Super Bowl. Right. So you had trust in Andy Reid. Uh, Lamar Jackson doesn't have a contract yet, so that's not the best comparison. The Eagles went all in on Wentz. Didn't really work yeah. out, but they did win a Super Bowl with the other guy, and the Peterson's gone. They got there because of Wentz. Wentz has yeah. never been the same since uh, The Bills are all in on Josh Allen, but he's been so productive you can't ignore it. But him. you could put anybody in that, that offense. You're just not going to run the football. They're going to have to throw the same patterns and all that stuff. But. Yeah, but you know, going all, <clears throat> no one's going to argue against the all-in on Josh Allen. I should no. rephrase that. And then even right. for the 49ers, they paid Garoppolo a ton of money, but Kyle Shanahan had just come off a Super Bowl appearance as the OC for the Falcons, and Garoppolo had played in Belichick's system well, and won Super Bowls as a backup. Take that for what it is. Like, Well, then they brought in Trey Lance. They were going to get rid of him. Yeah. <laughs> so these all-ins on quarterbacks, it's about 50-50. The biggest difference, I brought up those examples for this reason. 
The biggest difference is that Murray has never been as productive, and Cliff Kingsbury hasn't. So right. it just had – and by the way, the GM survived Wilkes, survived Rosen, brought in Kingsbury, well, brought in Murray, and that dude still has a job. Well, and not to mention, let's, let's not – so like all in on a quarterback. Like, like Green Bay's all in on Aaron Rodgers. Um, you could say the Raiders are – you know, Carr's been there for, what, nine years or whatever? So they're basically all in. It's when you when you go all in on a specific style of quarterback, like Kyler Murray, you are counting on him not only to throw, but you're counting on him to make plays with his legs. You really like deep ball and make plays with legs. That's what you, that's what he does. You bring in Cole McCoy, who he, Cole's not making plays with his leg anymore. It's ain't Texas. It's ain't his couple first couple of years. Really, he's a pocket guy at this point. He may pull it down and try to run with it, but it's it don't look good. It's slow. It's a bad thing. So that's a yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I I feel like Arizona's in really rough shape. And, and then to, to take the clause out of the contract just tells me that you have no power over your team. You knee-jerk, throw out your head coach after one year. You bring in a new guy. You bring in a quarterback. You then say to the quarterback, listen, I'm going to pay you, but you got to prove me you're doing your homework. I'm telling you right now, Mike Quarter comes into this room and says to me, I'm going to give you Three times what you're making right now. However, you have to go learn more about, you know, mold abatement and stuff like that and whatever. And you got to prove me you did it. You got to go get certified and all these things. You know, whatever. Yep. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. No, I just want the money. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Call the duties right. out. Right. And and let me let me let me be let me be very clear on this because I worked for a company that tried to change what I was responsible for and not pay me. What company was that? I'm not going to talk about their name right now. Uh, but <laughs> if they had said to me, look, you have two choices. You can make three times the money and do this other thing that you're not good at on top of everything else, or you can, or, or, or you can leave, then I have a choice to make. But when the, when the choice is do the same damn thing times three, but make nothing like that's different. This is a guy who had a chance to get the biggest contract he's ever seen. All he had to do was watch film and he cried and they gave up. He's in charge. Of course you don't give a shit. Why would he care? You're not going to, you're never going to discipline that guy. No. And now he's got all that money. He's got to rehab it. I hope his knee, I hope he heals and everything like that. I'm willing to bet that Kyler Murray is one of those guys that, within three years makes it makes a play for baseball i think he's got a good enough cash he doesn't need to do it but it goes back to something you said there in that mid-conversation thing about uh his contract i'll use georgetown because they're the best example for this when georgetown basketball sucked they went on that run in the big east championship and our one of our interns was great on this kevin sweeney works for sports he said georgetown gave patrick unit contract extension why who are you bidding against like, who was clamoring the doors like, we got to go get Patrick Ewing and outbid him at Georgetown? They went 0-19 like in the Big East. Nobody wanted him. That's what happened with the Cardinals. Who the hell wanted Kyler Murray? Like, who who was it? Baltimore? Right. Like, who, he's not better than Lamar Jackson. It just never – they outbid themselves in that yeah, old Murray yeah. situation. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to call an audible here, Levesque. I think we should go to Q&A to end of the day now because one of our other topics is going to be a little harder to transition out Did of. you see? I saw one of those comments we are not going to – I'm going to do it. We're not. No, no, let's no, 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 no,
Brian Katie wants to know who owns all that alcohol and why is the correct answer LeFac? Uh, I only paid for two of those bottles. A lot of these actually are collectors. Like this one is a collector. Some of them have like corks, they're collector ones. Um, so they'll never actually be drank. But like the, I bought, I've had to pay for two bottles of blue, which is not cheap. One because it was a Christmas present for Mike Corder last year, and the other one because I lost it back. Um, but like most of that stuff is, uh, and it sits there forever. Last year, we used to come back here and periodically have a couple pops. Relax. A little liquid lunch. Dude's working too hard now, man. I'm trying to teach him how to relax. But then you can't, like, when your boss is slash your best friend and, like, you're going, dude, let's take a break. And they're like, no, I have to fix the construction division. No, I have to, you know, fix this team. No, I have to do this. You can't sit there and go, no, let's be lazy. You've earned it. He needs to He needs a break. I can't. How do you do that? Can't do it. Like, because all I can imagine is now on Friday morning when he goes to sign my check, he's going to be like, "No, asshole's back there drinking scotch. Screw him." You're going to bring back more uh, potential sponsors or something back here to open them up for one of those things where it's like, "Oh, this is a business meeting. They're testing no, we the do. product." Oh, okay. We do. This all is right. yeah. This is because there's there's we've had quite a few meetings back here. Oh, okay. This is where this is where I left the other company for. Oh, he brought me back here. You come have a cigar and a coffee. And I'm like sitting back here going, this is awesome. Yeah, we come back here periodically when, you know, work's a little low and ever. Work hasn't been low since I got here. <laughs> the old recruiting. We've never watched the movie over there. They got you the old recruiting yeah. style for they the old college. Yeah, there's like hot chicks. Hey, like, where's the hot chicks? You signed. There's your jersey right in the locker over there. Yeah. Uh, DJ has been a great contributor. Tweets per uh, contribution <clears throat> to the show. He's been fantastic. <clears throat> it is December. He has still not figured out how to comment under the video. That's DJ, right. he wrote in Zion Williamson's the MVP and gave me the stats of his last six games. His stats are impressive, but I think we both have to bet. Even though I'm a Zion fan, it was a lot more fun when he was fat, right? Like, just oh, no, this is cool. This is this better. Is cool. okay. Yeah. As somebody who would Zion. like to not be fat, this is pretty cool. This is pretty cool. To He's watch. legit the MVP of the NBA. The Pelicans are the best team in the NBA record wise. Zion is putting up Shaq numbers right now. I love the Thanos comparisons. Yeah. Like when they talk about him, like he's an angry demigod. Like that's just, and he goes out and does whatever he wants. The dunk against the Suns was unnecessary, but hell, it made an awesome storyline. That pisses me off. Why right. was it unnecessary? I mean, he was showing him up at the end of the game up 20. But it was done. It was like, an awesome like, dunk. What's a better time to get, like, dude, it was cool. It was cool. Like if I, if I paid for seats, if I paid for tickets to that game, and I'm sitting there watching that game, and Zion gets the ball all alone, and doesn't dunk it, I'm pissed. If it's in the third quarter and it's a breakaway, wow. I get that. Why? If that with time expiring, like he's trying to sh- I'm okay with that. I'll tell you what, next brawl. time you play him, don't let him score. I, I, as a fan, I was in. I thought that was awesome. See, I thought you were going to have the Rick Mahorn. Uh, oh, hell yeah. You know, the no. Bill Land beer, nobody dunks on us 80s Pistons take on that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and throw an elbow into the guy who's bigger, stronger, and faster than you are. That's a I want to see that too. <laughs> He's but, not fat anymore. You're not going to win that fight. <laughs> I, even if, he's probably going to kill you. But it, uh, again, why'd you buy tickets to that game? Because he's Zion. Yeah, Zion had yep. a chance to dunk. He did something phenomenal. That's I would. That's like if if I would love if he, it would have been better. And like some people have been more mad as if as he got it, he just looked back and be like, "Sorry, I gotta." <laughs> like that's the only. But like again, it's it's. They keep scoring for a reason. What what if he lost the scoring title by two points this year? Because of that dunk. Yeah, like, (laughs) screw that, dude. Go get that dunk. 
Cam wrote, thoughts on Cole Beasley returning to the Bills. Um, is that a real story? Yeah, but he signed Whoa. with the Bills today. So T.Y. Hilton signed with the Cowboys and Cole Beasley signed with the Bills today. Um, uh, good. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what kind of impact he's going to have right now because I don't think he's full on what he used to be. But that's an angry little dude. And I can see him making one or two big catches for them down the down the stretch. Biggest issue I have with it is the guy you lost most recently that you needed the most was a pass rusher, and I don't see Cole Beasley getting after the quarterback. The reason I paused and questioned whether or not it was true for two reasons. One, that had been rumored for about ever. I, mean, we, yeah. I was going to say it's week 15. This was a borderline Cliff Lee Yankee thing of like, is yeah. he actually on the team again? And the second was after it went 14 weeks, I just started to assume that there was some friction right, between the something. bills and beasley and the covid vaccine and like how vocal he was and everything i thought there had been some bad blood on the breakup that was never reported that's why that reported <laughs> beasley resigned was a little surprised the only reason you know that's not true is historically he and his wife have zero filter on social media so we would have heard it <laughs> yeah. uh one more here from Corey. Corey wrote hey goosey bear copied my spelling i appreciate yeah, that today yeah. what under 500 nfl team will make it to the playoffs uh, uh i see what nfc you... south <laughs> it is good i know why you're asking that question Corey. i also saw that same graphic that was flashed during the lions vikings game that what's it i that believe we're in the hunt the that, raiders are in the hunt no that is like Corey. you can correct me if we're on the ball that's what we are is it the last 15 years i know it's i believe it's 15 years that a six and seven team has gone on to make the postseason. I yeah. saw that same graphic and it was during the Lions game. So I'll answer with the Lions because they were the one who was getting set up for that. Uh, I don't, I, I could they have the Panthers. What happens when the Panthers win the uh, NFC South? Uh, they're they, probably uh, going to be seven and 10. Yeah. Like, you know, eight, nine. I don't want to pick them though. Eight, nine. You know what? I'm changing my pick. I'm changing to the Buccaneers. Thank you, Levac. I don't want Carolina to catch it. Like I said, Detroit stinks. They're awful. They have no no hope at all. It's my Mariota's going on the IR. Yep, eight nine bucks. No, it'll be the Panthers. Steve Wilkes going to prove it's his job. It's going to be great. I'll do. You don't want to do this one. I'll do it. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. So Mike Leach passed away, which is very sad. Of course, um, Brandon Cisse, who has been uh, with the Albany Empire from from day one, uh, he played for him. At Texas Tech, we got to talk a little bit today, and he had some amazing, like, I've, I've one of my beliefs is you can judge someone's greatness and the amount of like effect they've had on people's lives with how quickly tears turn to laughter when they, people tell stories about him. And he was just he was laughing as he told great stories about Coach Leach. Um, and as you know, Armin Williams, who we both worked with right here on um, on well, not right here, but when we were on Terrestrial Radio, um, he used to interview him for Texas Tech, and he would always tell the story of. You know, his phone starts ringing just after 3 a.m. And uh, he's like, okay, coach, well, you know what? I'll call you later. We'll do that. He goes, no, this is when I'm awake. This is when I'm available. You want to interview me? It's going to be at like 3.26 a.m. And that's when it's going to be. So for the rest of <laughs> their time together, it was 3.26 in the morning. They would talk. Um, so Corey, heartlessly, sorry, I know this sounds bad. It's a sad college football day. But if Kingsbury get fired, could you see him taking over in Mississippi State for his friend. Um, Corey, I mean, the guy just the guy just passed. Corey, I mean, I mean, jeez. That's a ranter Roger question, if anything. And <laughs> can you imagine Roger? Oh, jeez, I don't know about that, Corey. Oh, 
Ah, Corey. Ah, um, no, the answer is no. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Even if, even if you weren't heartless, and I wanted to tell that I wanted to answer that question. Kingsbury doesn't fit in in Mississippi State. Kingsbury doesn't fit in there. Mississippi State has been a school that struggled for success. Dan Mullen and Dak Prescott was the reason that team got really good, and then they wanted a coach that could keep them competitive in the SEC West, and they paid Coach Mike Leach, and he brought some national yeah. eyes on the program. I have my I have my favorite for the job. I just just came up with it. Wasn't thinking about it because I really was thinking about my friends who knew Coach Leach, Bill O'Brien. I think Bill O'Brien is the perfect head coach for the Mississippi State. Wow, that actually, I, I I thought about a no because O'Brien in college, but he did college. He did Penn State. Yeah. And yep. toughness, make guys work harder. You might not get the same athlete that Bama and LSU gets, but can you outwork those guys, especially in the NIL deals? How many of the younger at? That makes a lot of sense, Bill O'Brien in Mississippi State. And just back to Coach Leach, it is rough for college football because he's yeah. such a personality. And even if you didn't follow college football, you might say, like, hey, do you see this Texas Tech coach? Yeah. You see this Mississippi State coach who's talking about pirates, and there's these videos that are going viral of all the other crazy stories he had and all this fun stuff. There are too many times that football coaches don't have personalities or you have to act a certain way or be a certain way. There is some type of, well, now I'm the head coach, and I have to act like how this head coach acts. He never, ever, at least publicly, and it sounds privately, played this role of I'm a football coach. It was I'm Mike Leach, right. who my job is to coach football. It was never the opposite way. And I hope that's what kind of happens here post-Coach Leach and everything. The legacy he leaves is that, hey, I don't have to play a role. People embrace who I am authentically. It's one of the great things when we do this medium, whether it's podcast, whether it's radio, whatever it is. I think it's the best advice you can give people. It's like, be authentically you. People react to authentic stuff. People have reacted to stuff that people can feel it man and coach leach was one of those people that's why people loved his stuff is that it was authentically him all the time it, i want to know if anything like this ever happened to you in your football career because you you know you played high school you played college you played um brand cca told us that there was i think he called it the midnight workout or midnight stuff something like that so like periodically they would begin their workout at midnight and then they would go through each and everything that they had to learn and do. He goes, you know, it'd be like midnight to, and we'd be getting done at 4 a.m. Can you imagine? I never had the midnight workout. I know it got a little bit more popular. I got to remind myself that CSA is a little younger than me, which is wild to think about that. Uh, younger, though. A lot. <laughs> very. Uh, the, the midnight thing is one of the coolest things that's happened in football because coaches pride themselves on being the first ones. Yeah. That we're the first ones to hit. I know that's got more popular in high school now that they want the midnight first hit practice on a Saturday night under the lights and stuff. I never had the midnight workout, but that shows the coach of, hey, we're doing this together. We want to be the best of what we're yeah. doing. You guys are going to talk about this 5, 10, 15 years from now. Of, remember when Coach Leach had us out there in the 12 a.m. clock hit? It was the overnight practice. That's insane. Yeah, I I just um, – I, people, I, people that I care for, care about, care about him – so I care about Mike Leach. So, Corey, you're very insensitive. How dare you? Um, also, a shout-out to Davey Jones. I know a lot of people know him locally yeah, across the street pub and Hooters and all these other spots. Huge Dallas Cowboy fan. I was shocked when I heard the news today. I know he's done a lot of great things with the Latham Fire Department and more. So, shout-out to Davey and his family. Thoughts and prayers to everybody there because he has been so good to us. 
always wanted to where we're watching the games, wanted to know what we're up to. What the, Big personality. Oh, my goodness. Big so, it's so tough here, man, with some people we've crossed paths with over here, especially the end of the year and everything else. So. Yeah, you knew Davey uh, better than, than I did because of all the stuff you did at Across the Street. But, uh, yeah, that was – He's a good dude. So, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers to his, uh, his family. I mean, we've, uh, thanks, Corey. You really brought the whole show down. So, uh, I hope you're happy. You and I will be out live for our final show in 2022. Our yeah. final live show. Thank our God. final live show. Maybe our final show. No, I no, no. no I have final. no idea. I have nothing. I'm, I'm in complete limbo. We will, I, I don't. I don't have. A, I don't have a title at this moment. Save all of that for getting there with guys. Season finale. I gotta get Vincent Testaverde Jr. on the show. I gotta text him today. But actually, yeah, you better uh, hurry up. While I still have some say over what he talks about. I don't. Eleven thirty to one. You realize Saturday. that, like, if yes, as, like, spoiler alert. If we do getting there with guys, there's a very good chance that if nothing changes for me between now and when we do that, the end is I don't know where the hell I am. We can edit stuff in <laughs> audio. Well, only. I, I, I will tell you, I will tell you that like as everything I've done in my life to get to where I am right now. If you, if, if I, this is probably, here you go. Here's your tease for the next getting there with guys at the end of LeVac and guys live on the tech East Tuesday, because of where I am right now and how hard I've worked to get where I am. I am so much more calm about the fact that I have no idea what's next. Where, like, if this had happened to me three, four years ago, if I was in this exact situation that I'm in right now, and, again, I can't tell you everything yet. I'll, that'll be there for that one. Um, I would be losing my mind right now. But right now, I'm just kind of chill. I don't know. I don't know what 2023 means for Jeff Levac. I have no. What a tease. I have no <laughs> idea. I have no clue what I'm going to be doing, um, which is very kind of freeing at the moment because of how i've set myself up which i feel terrible for you because no one's ever cared what you had to say if you weren't sitting next to me <laughs> <laughs> just hit the button i'll see uh, you here's, here's some here. advice here's some advice for you fire water mold smoke damage techies fire water restoration any kind of construction techies techies tefirewater.com we got we got your back yo and uh you know merry christmas everyone because i'm gonna blow guys off on saturday